Hello, everyone. It's Ann Duffy, and I am here on the new podcast. We are just getting ready to launch Dental Entrepreneur, the Future of Dentistry. And my guest today is just one of the best people in the world and a dear friend. Uh, we met six years ago. He is just a visionary and loves young dentists more than anything, loves the profession and wants to make an impact on the profession. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He's on a mission to improve our profession by leading the next generation of dentists to grow successful lives and practices. The founder of Ignite DDS, he speaks to over 35 dental schools and residency programs, a year on practice building, team building and wealth building. David Rice is a private practitioner, educator, author, and mentor who connects students, young dentists, and professionals from diverse dental-related business, fueling passion beyond the classroom. Please help me welcome the amazing Pied Piper of Young Dentist, Dr. David Rice. Hello, <laughs> David. Hi, Anne. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I'm very excited to, to have you uh, share a little bit of your wisdom because you have been in the trenches, uh, a practicing dentist uh, with a, an amazing practice, a transition that you transitioned. You, you've done all the right things and walk the walk. Tell me, what is top of mind for you today as you look at these young graduates that will be coming out uh, this year in 2022? What are you seeing? What pain points do they have and what solutions might they have through you and Ignite DDS? So man, three words come to mind, um, overwhelmed, overworked and underappreciated. And I think that might go for every dental professional out there, but you know, more than most young dentists today, like you, you, you know, you cross the stage and you lose that security blanket of, of the community that you've had with your, you know, your core group of friends and as hard as dental school can be, you lose that. We're all in this thing together and now you're on an island. So, you know, we're just trying very hard to continue with community and help educate them and just understand where each individual person wants to go. I think we all define success differently one from the next. So I always look at my job is understand each young dentist's vision for their own success and then help guide them to it. In 28 years in this business, you, you learn some things, you know some people, and it's an ocean out there. And if we can filter that ocean into a lake and make all the right connections, then I think uh, young dentists will be more successful today than I know I was when you know coming out of school, feeling those same three things. Yes. Yes. It makes me think, you know, it's never too early to start this process, right? Uh, I think I don't remember knowing that I could have a vision until I was in my forties, my early forties. I was like, oh, I could actually write a vision down and dream something big and, and, and then possibly achieve it. And um, I think you, you're onto something because when you're in dental school, your head's down, right? You are just, just, one foot in front of the other. You got to get that, that education and then you got to get the board and then what? Yeah. I mean, you're just trying to graduate <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and not drown. Like you said, with everything around you and, you know, the mistake I made as a dental student 
and even as a young dentist was thinking, um, I had all this time to figure it out, but, but the, the, the dentists I've seen over my career who just crush it are the dentists who have a plan and, and the others who do, you know, pretty good. No one's going to do badly, but the others who do pretty good sort of live day to day and month to month. And it doesn't take too long to look in the rear view mirror and see like, oh my gosh, five years has gone by, seven years has gone by. And am I where I want to be? Or is everyone really smiling but me? <laughs> and it's a bad place to be. Wow. That's so well said. So well said. You know, and and it just seems like when they look back on it, it's a waste. And I don't even think it's some seven years out. I mean, we know we both know dentists that have been in it for 30 years and they're looking back and saying, dang, is that is this it? This is what I have. Um, and maybe because they didn't make that plan and didn't find the right people to surround themselves with. And I know that you speak on that um, frequently and you walk that walk as well. You know, it's, it's funny that we're heading down this road. I was back in Buffalo, New York, my hometown, and I spent my first evening back catching up with friends largely who I went to dental school with or I met as a very young dentist so soon thereafter school. And it's easy to get trapped in this world of this is how we do what we do and you know being lucky enough to maybe get outside the four walls of my hometown and see what's possible was a lot of fun to share with them I'm like you know guys and gals like what you're doing is great but I don't think you have any idea what's achievable in dentistry and beyond and it's not a it's not a knock or a bad thing it's just simply we know what we know we, we have our expectations based on our past experience. And if we don't radically change those things early on, we wake up 20, 30 years later, like you're saying, and think like, okay, so that was pretty good, but what could have been? Yes. I think part of what we want in both of us, uh, I know with me founding Dental Entrepreneur Woman and, um, and you with Ignite DDS, you know, we want them to have this great profession, right? And then look back on it when it's all over. And well, well I say when it's all over, even though I say dues don't retire. Um, and I don't know about Dental Entrepreneurs. You're never going to retire either. You're going to always be, you know, that guy that's going to be supporting um, dentistry in the profession. But you look back and you say, dang, that was a great career. I gave it my all and I got my best back. And that's, that's possible for everyone, isn't it, David? Oh, it's so possible. And I think, you know, I always kind of measured my own life of like, what will I think at the end of the line? And maybe what will people think of me at the end of the line? And I think people never regret achieving everything. They regret all the things they didn't do, that they mm -hmm. didn't go for, that they didn't try. And we're, we worry so much about failing and how the world will look at us, especially today on social media, right? If we're, if we're not, you know, quote, living our best life, then um, everybody else is, is doing all the great things and we're not. And yeah. the reality is most of us just, we don't stop and ask enough questions. We don't ask for help enough because we're afraid of being wrong or looked upon as failures. And that's, that is the recipe for failing at life. Yeah. Failing at life. And, and, you know, it's interesting because I would say the majority of uh, young people that go into dental school and have a, a desire for that, look at the entrepreneurial aspect of it. 
And I don't know if they, in the schools, you know, they say they don't have enough time for that, but they don't have enough time to nurture the entrepreneurial spirit, which is you have to fail. The thing is you've got to pick yourself up, right? And you can't let that stop you. And also one of the things I love about Ignite is that you surround yourself with people that are failing and helping you pick yourself up and you help them pick up. And it's like you kind of lock arms because you have this common thread of what it's like to be in debt, start a practice, you know, work for somebody that you're not particularly uh, um, enlightened by. Um, how do you move on? How do you, all the different things, it's so much it's so much easier to go through that and navigate that when you're sharing it with people that have been through it. It really is. And, and, you know, on top of that, what's, what's the definition? Um, intelligence is learning from your mistakes. Wisdom is learning from others. Mm. So gosh, I I'm happy to have a young dentist fall down and pick themselves up, but it, it's, it's, um, they're the better way to do it is to at least don't make all the mistakes we've made. Yeah learn from our mistakes, go make some new ones. But, but man, if re, the whole concept of reinventing the wheel is a silly one, I'm, mm -hmm. I just want to say that. And I know there's all sorts of Facebook groups out there that preach like blaze your own trail and, you know, don't do this, do this. And, and those are, those are really good concepts, but, but please, as a young professional, understand that thousands of people have tried what you're going to try. So go learn from the ones who've succeeded and dodge all the things that will fail for you just like they have failed for others. Never be so naive to think that you're the one person out of 10 million who will make that one thing work. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And it's, it's, we, we used to say this too, they don't know what they don't know. We don't know yes. what we don't know. True. And, um, you know, I, what struck me just now, honestly, is like, I think since I got involved with different groups. And, and I find that it's organized dentistry. I mean, I would even say do dental entrepreneur woman uh, and dental entrepreneur are, is in a sense, organized dentistry. And in same, same thing with Ignite DDS. Do you see that as like, it's a, is it's kind of an, an organized dentistry group, right? Because it's all of you coming together again, helping each other. Um, the principles might be different than other groups, right? But you and I both believe this good people find good people and the people that you are bringing in are the people that want to give back and the people that are curious and want to uh, be mentored or look to you for wisdom and what has worked for you and what has not worked for you and for the people that you have on your team. Yeah, I think you, you know, I'm going to pull two words out of what you just said. I think they're really important. So curiosity being one. Never lose that. Um, mm -hmm. And the other one is mentorship. And as a young professional, like how do you find the right mentors? Who are the right mentors? Because as they say, those five people you spend the most time with will shape you know, who you become. And there's nothing more true than that. How would you, how would you uh, position yourself? Say you're, you're just getting out of school um, and, and you're looking for someone like you, someone like, you know, David, how would you, how would you recommend that they go about finding the person that's going to fit with them or for persons, because we need more than one mentor. Um, 
give us a little walkthrough about how that would look, because I, I just want to say this. I have a lot of women that will reach out to me and they want to do this and that, but they don't want to, they don't start by giving. And I, I find that that's when they, that's not maybe the best way to go about it. So tell me what your take on that is. I, I love that. So as like a big picture frame, if you are looking for mentors in life, understand that mentorship is a two-way street. So you're going to seek people who have this life experience, this wisdom, whatever that may be, and they're going to be very busy people. So you need to bring something to the table as the mentee and understand that there will be limitations to what a mentor can gift you versus what you might have to pay for. That's, you know, the, the, the notion that everything should just come to you free in life is a, is a poor notion. So that's, that's my framework. And I, I think there are three types of mentors that I would really recommend you look for. First is a cheerleader. You have to have somebody who can pick you up when you're not there. When you're not a 10 out of 10, you need somebody to help you get there. The second mentor for me is somebody who is highly successful at doing exactly what you believe you want to do. So if you want a fee for service practice as a dentist, I'm your guy. If you want um, to own 20 practices, I'm not your guy. Now I've got people on Ignite's team who can be your gal or your guy, but my job is to direct you to them because me speaking to you about owning 10 to 20 practices was a waste of your time and, and, and me just kind of blowing hot air. And the third mentor, and I think this is the most difficult one for us to want to find is a contrarian. We need, we all need somebody who sees the world 180 degrees differently than we do because that person sees your blind spots. You know, so you have your excitable person. That's awesome. You have somebody who can help you achieve all the goals you want to achieve because they're really, really excellent at it already. And then you need somebody who basically points out where everything you think is a great idea can go wrong. Not that they're a pessimist, but just they see the world differently than you see it. So you don't wake up one day and go, gosh, I wish somebody would have told me. Wow. That gives them uh, independence right there for them mm -hmm. to be able to look back and say, I made my own decision, right? Yeah. It's not just a yes person. Yeah. So I, I would be, I would not be the contrarian. I'm very, very seldom do I give devils, you know, the devil's advocate or whatever, uh, different advice. But I, I love that so much because it gives you all facets of the curiosity that you bring to the table. Right. And then, um, and the other thing you said that I really want to uh, mention again is that it's not free. And I think I can relate to that as we've gotten, you and I have grown our businesses, gotten so busy, we would give it away for free, but we can't do that the same way we did six years ago. And our, our time is valuable and it costs money and to, to we actually build something as big as you're building it with Ignite DDS. And there is a price for that. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's always monetary, but there's a price for volunteering. There's a, a price for writing, a price uh, that, that some of that you can't put a, you know, a, a money figure on, but it is, it is time is valuable, right? Time is valuable. Yeah. And so is credibility. I loved seeing Amisha sing with you at the Chicago Midwinter because she, 
I just saw a video of she and Aaron Kennedy um, launching our first uh, do event at the Hinman when we first launched five years ago. It just came by me today. And I was like, how cool is that? I met Amisha through you. I had known Aaron. They found you, of course. And they're still around. They're still with you. They're still working with you. They're still giving of their time because they believe in your mission and your vision. And I also, I just want to applaud you for that because not only you are you the Pied Piper, you could take people that have never met you and they'll follow you, but you have people that stick and stay. And isn't that a great place to be? I mean, if anyone's listening, we want to stay with something that is working and working for others. And you see other people being enthusiastic about it and cheerleading, not only the people that come in, but cheerleading you, the leader of this, this group. You know, it's funny. First of all, thank you. Second of all, um, it's, if you look at where we are today, the number one problem in all of dentistry is keeping a team with you, right? So that's the, the, the great resignation. So if you look at Ignite just sort of as a microcosm of what's happening in the practice world of dentistry, yeah, it's incumbent upon all of us as leaders to build a culture that engages our team, empowers our team, and hopefully, you know, makes our team really, really want to carry the mission forward, whether it's what, with what you and I are talking about right now or in our practices, because without it, you know, whatever your business is, you're, you're dead in the water. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I've seen you go back to your office in Buffalo and I've seen a couple of clips on that and yeah. how wonderful to go back. It's like a family and, and, and so many consultants say, oh, it shouldn't be your family, but I don't know. What do you think about that? They're wrong. <laughs> I'm just going to emphatically say that consultants who tell me or anyone that you don't need to like the people you work with. You just need to respect them are wrong. If you love the people you work with, if you love what you do, then work is no longer work. If you just put on your happy face, then at some point when your energy tank goes down, you run out and you leave and you move on. So I feel like that is um, an easy thing for a consultant to say, but the right thing to say is this is about culture and caring for people. And the rest of it is maybe... Maybe they need to work on their culture. Sorry. Yeah. True. Oh my gosh. That's, that's very it's gonna blunt. make a lot of people mad, but I know true. that's very blunt, but I, I love that because it's important. I mean, it, it always, you know, again, you never work a day in your life. And you love what you do. Yeah. And, um, and how could you love what you do and not love the people that you're doing it with? Totally. Yeah. And then how can you serve your patients without feeling that? And that's why your practice, of course, was so successful and why it continues to be successful because the culture is sound. And you, you've you always been curious though, David, I, I would dare say that this is something yeah. that you've been your whole life and always surround yourself with great people. And then just now you're being able to um, give the wisdom that you have earned and garnered to others. And, um, I like how you also, the other thing I like how, one of the things I like that you do is you give other people the opportunity to shine. So it's always not just about you. You lift up your leaders. Like you introduced me to Luke, for instance, and he's been writing for us as well. What a great, yeah. a great awesome young man guy. he is. I have loved him. And again, you have built the culture and they are there to stay. And that is the 
the core of what our profession needs is a great culture and and honestly founded in love. Yeah, I would tell you, you know who the easiest person is to unplug from my practice or ignite? Me. And 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 there's, you know, that's to me the recipe. If you want to build something that lasts, you know, that is sustainable over time, then we're all replaceable. I think we just have to be vulnerable enough to say that out loud. And, and you know, when this whole pandemic thing hit and life changed, I was so happy to see, you know, Mark and Laura as the leaders of the practice just sprint. And I didn't need to be there um, at all. You know, it's funny in the beginning, people think that, and then it's in very short order, they realize like, whoa, we know all these lessons already. And it's, um, it's great to watch. Yeah. I think it's like being a parent, right? It's great to watch your kids do better than than you did. It's great to watch them have success that is beyond your wildest dreams. And that I think that's the fun of this whole game of life. Well, and you know what that does? That creates a legacy. That creates a legacy that will be passed on from generation to generation. And you saw, you saw something, you saw something in the profession that needed, well, let's just say a little ignite, a little ignition. <laughs> is that what you would say? Is that the right word? Ignition? No, that works. That works. Sure. I just remember you were so young and enthusiastic and you haven't lost that, David. And you were such a beacon of light and love for our profession. And so to end this, I want to actually ask um, you to tell everybody how to get in touch with you, how to be able to become part of Ignite DDS, because I believe your group is is the, the future of dentistry. Thank you. So I would say a couple ways, please feel free to reach out to me um, the easiest way for you. So if you're on social media, on Instagram, at Ignite DDS, if you're on Facebook, you can reach out via Ignite DDS. If you're more of an emailer, my personal email is my name. It's david.rice at Ignite DDS. You can see a trend here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, reach out in whatever fashion is easiest for you. i I thoroughly enjoy, you know, helping as many people as I possibly can. So um, thank you for having me. I, and you're, you truly, I've said this a million times to a million people, but you are one of my favorite human beings in and outside of dentistry. What you do is amazing to me. Well, thank you, David. And, and back at you, we, we are, we were joined at the hip at that table at ASDA and, um, and we will continue to grow together. And I just adore you and adore what you're doing. And I want to say thank you. Thank you to you. And thank you to Kevin Henry, who's one of your partners and all the people that work with you at Ignite DDS. You are an amazing group of, of humans as well. So thanks everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Um, let's continue to, um, Celebrate the future of dentistry. Take care. Bye-bye.